Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. You're listening to the Qalam Podcast. Alhamdulillah, since last Ramadan, over 4 million people have benefited from, listened to, and downloaded the Qalam Podcast. Tens of thousands of people have benefited from and learned from the various classes, intensives, and seminars that Qalam provides. And inshallah, this Ramadan will be providing even more beneficial content, lectures, and programming for people all around the world, free of any cost or charge to them. In order for us to keep doing this work, we need your support, we need your help, we need you to be our partners in this Sadaqah Jariyah. Please go to supportqalam.com. That's support, Q-A-L-A-M, supportqalam.com, and provide your most generous support. Millions of people all around the world are insha'Allah, bi'idnillah, going to benefit from all of this work, and this will be your sadaqah jariyah for the eternal life of the hereafter. We really appreciate having you as part of the Qalam team and supporting us in this work, this mission, this cause. Jazakumullahu khairan. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Bismillahi walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Continuing with our series here in the month of Ramadan, Paths of Peace, where we look at the ayat of the Qur'an that talk about peace and tranquility and attaining serenity. Today we're going to look at, once again, a very foundational verse when it comes to this particular subject and topic. And that is from Surah number 89, Surah Al-Fajr, from the 30th Juz. In ayah number 28, Basically, the end of the surah, the last uh, four verses of the surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says something very remarkable at the end, at the conclusion of the surah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls upon the soul of a person, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyatuhan nafsul mutma'inna, irji'i ila rabbiki radiyatan mardiyya. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls on this soul of this person and says that, O soul that is at peace, Allah calls upon this soul that has tranquility, O tranquil, peaceful soul, go back to your Lord, return back to your Lord in a state, in a condition where you are pleased with your Lord's decree for you, and your Lord is also pleased with you. So go and enter into the ranks of my devout servants, and go and enter into the eternal garden of peace and bliss and paradise that I have prepared for you. And this is very interesting because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing this soul as the soul that is identified, its primary characteristic is that this soul has attained and acquired the peace and tranquility that we've been talking about all month long. And in understanding that, there's a couple of very interesting narrations that are mentioned. One narration mentions that this verse was revealed 
talking about Hamza bin Abdul Muttalib, the uncle of the Prophet that he accepted Islam at the most difficult time and he accepted Islam in the most difficult circumstances and he sacrificed or was willing to sacrifice initially anything and everything for the sake of this religion, for the sake of Allah, for the sake of the Prophet and ultimately ended up making the ultimate sacrifice where he gave his life in defense of this deen and in defense of Islam. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed these verses that when the soul of Hamza radiallahu ta'ala anhu is presented before Allah, Allah will address Hamza as an-nafsul mutma'inna. O soul that has acquired peace and tranquility. Another narration from Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhuma, it mentions that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he asked, May yashari bi'ra that when they arrived in Al-Madinatul Munawwara, when they arrived in the city of Medina, water, there was a scarce city of water. And even the water that was available, much of it was not really suiting the people who had arrived in Medina. And so there was a lot of difficulty. There either wasn't enough water, and when there was water, many of the migrants, many of the muhajirun were falling ill and becoming sick due to much of the water source not being compatible with what they were used to. So there was a well that had good fresh water that did not seem to make them sick. It was called Bi'ruma, and it belonged to one of the uh, members of the Jewish community there in Medina. And the Prophet ﷺ, he said that مَنْ Who will purchase the well of Ruma for us so that then it can be benefited from, it can be enjoyed, and Allah will forgive that person. فَشَّرَهَا Uthman. So Uthman without a moment's thought, without any hesitation, he purchased it well above what it should have actually cost. And then after he purchased it, he came to the Prophet that I have done so. The Prophet said, Are you now willing to just give it away? Make it a waqf, donate it, so that it would be for the benefit of the community. Open. And he said, yes, na'am. And the narration says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the verse congratulating the sacrifice and the willingness of Uthman bin Affan radiallahu ta'ala anhu to, to part ways with any amount of wealth in order to be able to earn the pleasure of Allah, the forgiveness of Allah, and at the behest of the Prophet sallallahu and for the benefit of the community. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed these verses about him. But in general, of course, the scholars of tafsir, they mention, وَالْعِبْرَةُ بِعُمُمِ اللَّفْضِ That in the, word, the wording of the verse is very general. And we take the general meaning of the verse, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about the person who rose above their desires, who rose above their own personal ambitions, their own personal wants and needs, and their own personal indulgences, and they rose above all of that and they submitted themselves to Allah. They internalized and realized and demonstrated and manifested their faith, their belief and conviction in Allah. They were pleased with the decree of Allah. 
they respected and maintained the boundaries that Allah had set and did not cross those lines. And they lived a life of devotion and obedience. They lived a life of dedication. They lived a life of sacrifice, self-sacrifice. And this person, when they, were, when they will arrive on the day of judgment, on the day of resurrection, that will be the most horrific and frightening thing that humanity has ever witnessed, they will have this calmness and serenity about them. Because they lived a life of not just the remembrance of Allah on their tongue, but the conviction of Allah in their hearts, and they lived a life of devotion. It's as if their entire life was a dhikr. We talked a couple of nights ago about that the hearts find serenity in the remembrance of Allah, but there's different levels of the remembrance of Allah. It's just on my tongue, as opposed to my heart is dialed in, connected. And then there is living a life of the remembrance of Allah. And that's what these people did. And they'll have a serenity even on that day. They will seem very calm and stable on a day when everyone and everything will be in a panic. And they will have this, they, they will be filled with their faith in Allah, and Allah will shower them with His peace and tranquility, and they will not fear any evil to come to them on that day. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will call them that now come to. And what's very interesting is that the wording that's used is irji'i, return back. Return back to your Lord. Because you spent your entire life connected to your Lord. You lived your entire life in the service of Allah, connected to Allah. So now when you are coming to Allah on the day of judgment, you're not coming some, to some place you don't know. You're not meeting someone you are not familiar with. But you are actually coming back home. So come back to the reward of your Lord, the mercy of your Lord, the forgiveness of your Lord, salvation from your Lord. And not... And you are pleased, that soul will be pleased with the reward that they find. That they made a trade in the life of this world. They traded the luxuries and the bless and the, the luxuries and the indulgences and the um, extravagances of this world. They exchanged all that for the pleasure of Allah. And they will be pleased with the return on their investment that they find. But bigger than that, they'll find that their Lord will be pleased with them. Their Lord is pleased with them and they are pleased with their Lord. And this will be the outcome and the fate of those people who are able to live a life of remembrance of Allah, devotion and obedience to Allah. And then Allah will enter them into the ranks of His chosen servants. As Allah tells us about in the Quran, The prophets, the righteous, the martyrs, the pious, the devout, the dedicated, that enter into their ranks. That will be their company. That is the group that they will belong in. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will enter them into the gardens of paradise that have been prepared for them by Allah for them to reside within and enjoy themselves for all of eternity. And so this is that final moment. This is that final kind of hurdle, that final interaction that they have. And again, what is being pointed out to them is that you lived a life of devotion. You lived a life of remembrance of Allah. You lived a life of commitment to Allah. And so this is the outcome of it here today. 
May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the ability to be able to live a life of remembrance, to live a life of devotion, to live a life of dedication. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to always choose His obedience over His disobedience. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us amongst these peaceful, tranquil souls on the day of resurrection. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. Subhanallah bihamdihi, subhanakallah bihamdik, nashir wa la ilaha illa anta nasaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Inshallah, um, as you know, we've been announcing, we are continuing with the program for the last 10 nights of the month of Ramadan. Uh, so inshallah, we'll be having that again tonight, probably around in about an hour, we'll be beginning inshallah after the taraweeh is over. Um, secondly, tomorrow night, inshallah, Monday night, it will be the 27th night, we'll be having the completion of the Quran in Salat al-Taraweeh. Uh, so inshallah it will be a very special program We invite everyone to come and join us Participate in the prayer Witness the completion of the Quran We'll have a beautiful dua We will also spend a little bit of time inshallah In raising some support for this campus And the work that Qalam is doing But I promise inshallah we'll make it as short And as painless as possible uh, But inshallah please do come and join us We'll have a very beautiful powerful dua May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from all of us Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah